Good evening, all. Uh, another podcast. I hope I'm getting better now. I don't think so. I think uh, these things need a lot of practice, a lot of uh, preparation. But again, the idea is not only helping others, but also self-education. As if you don't know, my major part of my training right now is uh, studying neutrophil biology, especially the prothrombotic aspect. So I spend a lot of my daily time uh, doing basic science and all the lab work, but I'm trying to spend my evening studying medicine to keep myself up to date. And once I switch back to clinical stuff, I remember things and it would be easy for me to come back. Uh, so this podcast is going to be about acute rheumatic fever, something, uh, a condition which is very rare in the Western countries, but very common in Asia, Africa, and South America. I'm going to try it again, just it, try to make it easy. Uh, the thing, well, acute rheumatic fever happens, it's a delayed immunological response, basically, to gas which is group A streptococcus, right? And uh, hence, because it's sort of an autoimmune reaction or immunological response, it again involves basically inflammation. And whenever we talk about inflammation, this disease in particular involves joint inflammation and there is arthritis, and which is a, one of the most common a major manifestation of the disease and there is pancarditis. I'll go a little bit into those details. Again, what I try to learn as as I have grown up is that there are the manifestations are obvious. It's no because when I studied medicine back in medical school, it was like, okay, you gotta remember this stuff because you gotta remember it. It's a fact, but not necessarily. These things are naturally gonna happen if you understand the etiopathogenesis. That's my idea right now to learn medicine and it actually makes loads of sense now. Well, the diagnosis is made based on Jones criteria. It has got some major manifestations, some minor manifestations, but important is you have a positive antibody for uh, group A uh, streptococcus, you know, and uh, then you also want to... Uh, these patients, some of them have pancarditis, some of them have obviously, as I said, arthritis, uh, and there are two common skin manifestations. One is erythema marginatum. Again, as the name suggests, the margins, it's a macule basically, a flat a skin lesion whose margins are uh, very reddish. Then some of them have subcutaneous nodules, you know, kind of an allergic response kind of a thing. And then a Sydenham's chorea. Again, a very delayed, late neurological uh, manifestation seen in these patients. Uh, so associated with chorea, associated with all these uh, in uncoordinated moments, purposeless involuntary choreform moments of the hand. So about that just before i talk about management again as i said it's a gist i'm not going to talk a lot about it but talk the major 
points associated with acute rheumatic fever and and this will definitely help you in answering a clinical vineyard uh, other important thing when it comes to pathology especially in in, in the cardiac muscle is the presence of ascoff nodules ascoff nodules are nothing but multinucleated giant cells which are surrounded by macrophages and t lymphocytes again a chronic inflammatory sort of picture here so that is very much pathognomic for this condition again uh, we'll go directly into investigations with these patients because of an inflammatory a chronic inflammatory there is elevated esr there is elevated levels of c-reactive proteins and uh, what i should have mentioned a little more about carditis pancarditis is again a common feature a lot of these patients have mitral regurg which will again later on uh, be seen by echocardiography right and um, uh, so some of these patients also have aortic regurgitation. There's a lot of regurgitation because of you know heart failure, that sort of condition, which will, uh, which they can easily appreciate uh, on uh, 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 on an echocardiography or listening to a heart murmur. The murmur here, and again, I don't know if this murmur is specific to acute rheumatic fever, but it has a sort of a mid-diastolic, a soft mid-diastolic murmur known as a Carrie Coombs murmur. Fascinating. Uh, again, uh, that is what investigation I told ESR, CRP, absolutely do an echocardiography. Management, as I said, the target here is group A streptococcus. You have to target that with a benzyl penicillin. Again, I'm not going to go into the doses. I think it is given for 10 days acutely. You know, give it, uh, take care of the infection, and then. Uh, you can have a lot of prophylaxis and that kind of thing in these conditions because there is a chance of recurrence and remission uh, and relapse I should say uh, also uh, what is important is bed rest important is supportive therapy aspirin because as I said uh, one of the important manifestations of acute rheumatic fever is arthritis and if if this arthritis is not responsive to uh, aspirin that's kind of an indication that this may not be acute rheumatic fever but you're going to find out some other alternate diagnosis uh, steroids uh, give you know give some sort of rapid symptomatic relief and as i said secondary prevention is also important in these patients again i'm not going to extend this podcast more than this you know the importance is try to make it easy try to make it easy for myself and for others if someone uh, whoever is listening to this podcast I'll hopefully I may come up with another disease tonight. Let's see how it goes. Thank you for listening.